Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Electromotive Sound Code. Go to electromotivesound.com. Check out the website. Check out a Clone V3. They're stellar. Our friend Philip at the 40 Watt Podcast did a great demo of it. And um, I'm just saying, if you want to have a good tone, it's probably the best way to get you there. Honestly, if you don't cool. like the way, if you like a clone, but you're kind of just like feeling sick of all the just sort of repetitive ones that you see out there. His has a very unique take that his is a four knob. So, you know, it would, would the clone V three, it's V three, right? V three. Yeah. And yeah. Now this is the V three. And, and the thing is too, you know, everyone talks about, Oh, it's a clone. For people who don't like clones. Like you hear that a lot. I personally, am not a fan of your typical clone. This really does allow you to kind of break out of that n- typical clone sound. Yeah, I mean you can you can dial out the clean blend or you can, you know, all that kind of stuff that you can do by it being a four knob instead of the three knob and breaking yeah. apart that concentric uh pot uh really opens up some cool things. And then there's also the high gain mode, which who would have thought, you know? Oh, I, and listen, I, I'm one of those people I don't usually do I don't have a drive pedal usually that's like edge breakup you know what i mean i don't like that just barely if i have a drive pedal i want it to sound like that pedal you know i'm, I'm one of those people like when people are like a transparent overdrive no i want i want color and this whenever you kick on that high gain can really push you there and get you where it has that nice like gritty sound so electromotive effects i'll take you there electromotive sound co i'll take you there uh, also, this episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. We love you guys. Go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can become a Patreon supporter as well. You can uh, be in the chat room or not. If you do $5 or more, um, we have different tiers. We've got Scott's Tots. We've got the $1 level. Um, it's one of those things where if you're able to support us, we greatly appreciate it. If you're not able to support us, but you still listen, thank you. You don't have to give money to make us love you. It helps, you know? Helps a lot, but... <laughs> I mean, it really can change our mind. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, no, uh, anyone who's able to support the show, whether it's just listening, maybe telling uh, your friend about it um, when they're like, what's wrong with you? And they're like, here, listen to these guys. This should give you some idea. And then they're like, hey, that Diaz guy's crazy. How does that Scott guy deal with them? And they're like, that's part of the show is Scott's journey of dealing with Diaz. guilt so. and shame mostly guilt and shame yeah. yeah i feel like i feel like i've helped been a catalyst for some of your mental health uh breakthroughs because you, i'm the reason you have to talk to someone look to your heavens please um i mean yeah just... I, i've had i've gotten a lot better at putting up boundaries and <laughs> not caring I... Yeah, there you go. The, the apathy is a wonderful thing. Um, Honestly, right, Scott. apathy is one of the most emotionally healthy states I think I've ever been in. Um, but Listen, you know what? I tell people all the time. Sometimes that's a, that's a place you need to get into mentally is just where you can like 
shut it off and stop caring. Some people call it harmony. I apathy yeah. is a, a great other example of that. But anyway, yeah. uh, you were about to ask me what's new. I was. I was going to ask you what's new, but you had to finish that thought. I, I did have to nice finish that to thought. Jump out of the way. I don't think I've bought anything new. Really? Yeah. I helped yeah, a buddy. I, I helped a buddy put a pickup, uh, uh, an anthem, in his Martin D16. So nice. Got to got got some guitar work time in. Um, I actually changed around my amps a bit in my quad cortex and played a okay. Strat for the first time in a really long time um, live. Really? And yeah, and that was just a ton of fun. I've just, so I've been playing P90s and humbuckers so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of just become the sound for a lot of the stuff at church. But uh, this week we had one of the piano players who tends to overplay. And yeah. um, I was just like, all right, well, this is just going to be a really sonically dense mix with this person playing this way. So I can get away with a strat this week. And so yeah. I did. Very nice. Yeah. How about you, man? Anything new over on your front? No, no, nothing new, really. Um just kind of you know just hanging out i needed i've like i need to do something i need to you know what i've been like having this like urge to start working on writing music that's um, good and maybe taking some like doing some online courses like not like paying for them, but like doing some online research you know and because really it's just i'm not a natural songwriter you know what i mean mm-hmm. some people can I'm one of those people that will have to sit down and actually work and make it a craft. And also the tough part will be is I'm very self-critical when it comes to writing music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, perfection is the enter, uh, enemy of progress. I believe so. Yeah. Um, one of the things I've seen a lot of people do is they do a month of just do it. So whatever yeah. you want to be writing. So like, hey, I want to write a riff every day. And that, mm. that's your goal. You have to you have to write a riff every day. It's not about having a whole song. It's not about crafting everything. Or you can say, I want to write a chorus or I want to write a harmony every day. Um, but like it's that, that get it done, get just something done kind yeah. of progress is a huge thing. So... Yeah, I mean that's kind of where I'm at. I need to I need to get there. I need to make that happen. So that might be my uh, I don't know. Whenever I get my life a little more stable, might be something that I go for. So never. Yeah, you know it's a good way of putting it off, right? There will always like, be another emergency. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. So one second. Chewy, get off the table. Get off the shit. Right, I'm back. <laughs> get out of the shit. Oh my gosh. That was what, Saturday Night Live, Will Ferrell? That <laughs> was his audition. Was it his audition? I think he they did. did they, he did like, that bit in his audition and then they like actually made a skit out of it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Not as awesome as this pile of news that we have to get through. God bless. I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna knock this. I feel like we're not. We gotta like try not to stay on some things too long because we do well, have. Quite we, a bit. we took a week off. You know. We did. We Happy did. birthday, we missed America guys. and Canada. Yeah. Just, it's kind of like twins, just like born on different days, right? Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Let's see. So the boss, Emmy ninety. So boss, sticking with the. 
one second. Jude, I'm trying to record a podcast here, bud. Can you turn the volume down a little bit? Thank you. <laughs> you forgot. Um, boss sticking with the good old ME format. Um, why? I, I this looks like it's from the nineties. Like it literally. I mean, it's got the ARD, I mean, but it's it's all the knobs you could ever want. I, and so there's no real menus here, which is actually really interesting. I mean, there's definitely a preset number, yeah. but from the looks of it, it's it's. It's okay, literally I'm, like I'm going to put it this, this way. Like, this is the GT for um, boomers. Yeah, 100%. I'm tired of all this digital menu to open it. I just, need, I I just need the things. Um, it's only 350 bucks too. So that's a... I, I mean, mean this, thing is, is, this is a PodGo competitor in undercutting it. I mean, when you think yeah. about it. I mean, and look at all the... Like, you've got all the stuff that you want from Boss. You've got all these different mod modulation effects you've got your all your delays standard analog tape warm modulation yeah so uh, it's got it, it's got eight spots Everything. and it looks like they're permanently kind of assigned to where they are um yeah. so you always have yeah you're always there's a comp there's always an o overdrive but you can select which yeah. one it is you can select what amp yada 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 mm -hmm. it's got the aird um format Oop, i'm getting a call from work i'm gonna uh -oh. try to mute that but um case engineer emergency yep i'm just going to tell her i'm on a call technically true i am i am on a call it is music related yeah I mean, uh um it's got a, an effects loop so send in return i mean i'm assuming that's an effects loop or it's in the sense of you can use uh, use just the there's a send and return on it. So, yep, uh, Bluetooth connectivity, so you can do the playback thing. Um, mm -hmm. Again, so if you're just using like some basic like PA speaker or something like that, it makes an easy practice rig. Um, pretty pretty feature rich for 350, but it is again, it's just that you know, it's, this it's the knob for. interface. Um. Okay, so this isn't so it's got a preamp. Does it have a um like IR or something like that? There's no amp effect. This is just yeah, multi effects. I mean this is okay like in a church setting if you have like a dedicated amp and you have like a ro rotation kind of, but not really. I don't know. It's literally boss like recycling it yeah let's see all right 349 you can't complain about that um next on the list is uh the thorpey effects er2 univibe so it's like hendrix on steroids is what it's claimed as so um it's a univibe chorus vibe pedal that has two switchable voices um I mean, it's supposed to go just way deeper than what we've had in the past. Uh, it's so Adrian Thorpe, so Thorpey effects. You've got um, the normal kind of casing for it, which looks like it could take quite a beating. Um, this is sitting at, I think, what did I put it down? 379? Yeah, I mean, Thorpey effects is not a cheap brand right like it's a premium no. pedal. 
now it's made amazingly sure. and we always know like generally all his stuff is just outstanding but um, you know and, and even a univibe, the univibe is not a cheap pedal to make even when exactly. they're cheap pedals right so. that's the whole thing univibe pedals are usually kind of expensive anyways when we are getting in that um whole style uh so is this what presets on it there's three lights i guess vibe course and then both together maybe i don't know two switchable voices i can't see anywho 379 looks cool um cornerstone which is a brand that we have covered before um is now announcing the coliseum uh, which is a blues breaker and clon dual overdrive so it's not something that hasn't really been done before um uh good thing soft switches which i actually do enjoy whenever it comes to uh drive pedals um and then it's also got the uh uh order flip switch um each uh pedal is uh four knobs um so your uh, Klon side does have a clean blend, it looks like. And uh, your Blues Breaker side has, uh, I'm guessing that's a diode or a clipping. Yeah, you can choose the clipping on it. Uh, it's a dual pedal. It looks wonderful. Um, the price on this one is sitting at 359 which isn't horrible. But, I mean, we're starting to get up there in, in um, prices for dual So the mini dial on the Klon side actually changes the diode blend from 100% germanium to 100% silicon or a blend of the two in between. Okay. Um, you can switch the order. It has a four uh, jack, oh, yeah. so you could do the um, switcher mode. Um, I mean, so Cornerstone has been around for their Dumble. Um um yeah so uh sorry i'm I'm trying to kind of ride two things at two horses at the same time uh giddy up so yeah so the uh, germanium diodes are sort of the the original design uh the silicon mm -hmm. is more modern kind of or uh, a common thing um it the blues breaker circuit has has clipping diodes removed yeah which can I, make I it did louder that. and brighter yeah um and then uh has a clean control on it yeah yeah i messed well. that up so so the clippings on the clon the blues breaker has the clean i just kind of did this backwards that's interesting i actually kind of want to check this out just from uh that that standpoint um yeah. pretty cool and also i mean just i mean cornerstone has been one of those companies that's made those kind of unobtainium Mm -hmm. uh drives like they've sold out a number of time they're very popular particularly in the great players and worship uh community who would have thought with a name like cornerstone that would be a alone, whoa, 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 whoa. we'll get we'll get a copyright strike here ideas be careful um yeah so i i'm definitely curious about this i if you're i mean those are the classic two pedals to have for a yeah. lot of people uh as well so um i love a great blues breaker pedal i mean like yeah so now to go uh, now to flip to the complete other end of the pricing market i know that's right quite some shock uh tc electronic has come out with the amp works series vintage series um yeah. that's works with an x um so they've come out with three the j the gyms 45 the dc 30 
and the Combo Deluxe 65. I think everyone can kind of guess what these are. Um, yeah. They're amp puddles. Um, particularly these... looking at like what UA has been doing, uh, where they actually split up the the Marshall, the well, they didn't do a Marshall. They did they did a uh like a tweed and then they did a uh black face a black panel tweed. yeah um, tweed black panel and uh a vox a vox so this has the the marshall vox and the the black face fender um i guess have black not worked that one out yet panel. yeah that's a tough one because that's just what it's been called for so long do we call them silver panel now as well or do we are they still silver face <sighs> there's gonna be some gorillas that are gonna be really upset and there's gonna be some what you mean silver back yeah some of them got silver on their face though too okay um <laughs> anyway these are uh i'm sorry <laughs> no i'm not no i'm not i'm not that was all right all right i mean so, let's, let's talk about the biggest feature let's just flat out the biggest feature on all of these um is the price switches. no i'm just kidding yeah no i, I mean 149 bucks so this is like right now what i'm looking what i feel like i'm looking at is tc electronic version of the tech 21 character series that is probably a closer comparison that is the best comparison i can get because um but they're still i believe aren't they still a uh they are irs for um aren't they i don't well yeah it's got for the capsim side of it they have built-in cap sims usb connectivity and a di um let's see uh it comes with a slash gen cream back cab sim built in so i'm not seeing where you can change the cab sim it's not an ir loader it's and that's what reminds me of the character series it's got it's got it's got it built in where it, it it's a filter bank cab sim it's not a um ir and uh, uh impulse response yeah way of Correct. doing it um interesting uh the price is great um the power this demands are pretty be, reasonable this is going to be the one when people are like i want to go run direct like right here's a great place to start listen mm -hmm. pick pick the amp that works best with you or if you're doing p-dubs do the dc30 or the combo deluxe if you want to do some i mean i mean granted i would probably still stick with the gyms um because that's just the style i like but i mean i would say one of the the best things about the combo deluxe is you've also got a built-in reverb do you have a tremolo um, circuit on it too no okay so it's got the built-in reverb though and you can switch off the reverb as well that's cool yeah and the the dc and the gyms have boosts right on the second thing uh also has a di Mm -hmm. on a quarter inch output so you can still just like run that straight to your amp when you're not using it yeah this is or or you're using both like this is very like the more you look at it the more the tech 21 really starts showing right right and the thing is is the tech 21 character series was not huge like it was it, it was great but it was not huge so i don't think a lot of people are gonna make the comparison everyone's gonna assume that this is a cheap version of just the ua stuff and the um in the single style like single amp style stuff, yeah but really this is this is really closer to the tech 21 character series you know i was 
Surprise, how many people I saw grab the UA ones and actually grab two of them. Like they'd run the Fender and the Vox at the same time. Yeah. And like, when you think about that, that's $800 of amp sims. Mm-hmm. When you could have bought a stomp and done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, so just throwing it out there of the fun things that are out there. Whereas, you know, for 300 bucks, you could have, you could do a blended one, two pedal thing too. So, um, I mean, for, for, for 450 bucks, you can run wet, dry, wet, all direct. Yeah, or just turn them on off and flip between amps. Mm-hmm. So, so many options. All the so options. So many options. Wonderful. You know what? TC Electronic, good job there. Yeah gotta say wait way to go um all right uh let's see speaking staying with stuff that's friendly on a budget um warm audio has introduced the odd box um if you are familiar with comic sans you know what this pedal is Um, (sighs) you know i never noticed i never noticed that it was actually called the odd box for whatever reason i just saw the odd oh yeah yeah i never i never saw it that way yeah. yeah. All right. Do we need to have a real talk about warm audio? Um, the because, fact that they're because I thought the Zen Drive and the Clon that they did last round were close. I mean, this one's actually in some ways a little farther away, but at the same time, still very close to all the trade dress and all the kind of things that are there. Um, I also, I'll just be blunt. I don't understand. Does the OCD have that much of a market demand right now? Not right now. The OCD, all right, the OCD, and I, I've said this before and I'll say it again and I'll stand by it, is the boss DS1 of boutique pedals. It's like, or for especially for boutique, like overdrive distortion pedals. It literally is just like the entry level one. Everyone, it seems like everyone's had one or knows someone who's had one at some point or come in close contact with one. Mm-hmm. and i i personally don't think it's that amazing of a pedal at one point i did think it was great and then i played other pedals i don't i don't think it's a bad pedal by any way no not a mean, horrible pedal like, um it's just i've i kind of just always looked at the ocd at that point of like you know the market's getting pretty saturated with those because they were just in production for so long it's like a fuzz factory yeah. right like there's just mm-hmm. been enough of them that like I just don't get that excited about the new variant of them unless Chase Bliss makes it. Yeah. I just I don't care about I think honestly just deal like just the whole brand that this pedal is affiliated with makes me not want it. So Yeah, anyways, was $119? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. Cheap. Cheap as crap. I mean, so, what's a used OCD going for right now? Probably a hundred bucks or so. Well, yeah. no, they might have gone up since of. The, well, I don't know. they were banned for a little bit. Remember that? Yeah. Honestly, like the, I remember when OCDs were like a hundred, hundred and ten bucks used all day. That sounds about maybe, right. Maybe even dipping into ninety and eighty, depending on how fast you wanted to move it. But you know what's something that is not like super common? What? A Mutron phaser. 
that is one I haven't seen much of. I've I recently got a chance to see some originals of these, but yeah, but Warm Audio once again recreating another thing has the mutation phaser too. Does this one make you as mad? No. Yeah, me neither. I don't know much about the people who make who did the Mutron stuff. Was that still was that Maestro's or like Gibson? Or no? Or my way off? You're thinking Maestro. Uh, I'm just thinking of Maestro in general. Yeah, just they had colors. But anywho's, um, yeah, 150 bucks. Interesting, fun toy. I wonder if Warm Audio is ever going to make anything of their own. Anywho, that was a random thought. Are you still there? Or are you just disappointed? I'm still now? here. I'm still here. Um, I think this one, again, this one is where I get more like kind of okay um, with the whole like bring back something that's not really in production. It's okay if you do a little bit of an homage to it because this is not what the original box was. Um, that's yeah. where things are a little more okay. And I, I <sighs> but like, and I, you know, it's debatable if the OCD is still in production. I definitely, I expect to see him back in the world here soon. Um, yeah, he's supposed to be setting up shop in Nashville. Yeah, right? and I, I'm guarantee you the full tape, the the tape echo that he does is still going to be like his bread and butter because like the profitability on that is just awesome. Um, and uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll All see. Right. Let's but keep moving because we got a bunch of crap. We do. Let's we do. Go. You know what? Too bad I just don't talk to my friend who works at Warm Audio very much. I know somebody. Wait, what? I one of my. So I went to college with one of their marketing people. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was at Blue for a while. Blue microphones. Oh. I know okay. she's with Warm Audio. Um. All right. Uh, Old Blood Noise Endeavors has a has come out with a whole line of alternate colorways for their entire product line because they've moved their printing in house. Nice. Um, so there's some fun alternate things, particularly I love the Aquafresh branding on the Signal Blender. That one is yeah, particularly man. really cool looking. Um, you know, there's red and blue versions of stuff. I mean, it's a lot of it's the same artwork. It's just different color variations on it. So that's all on their website. They have a whole mm -hmm. section there for alternate colorways. It will also be in our show notes. Um, Another new thing, uh, and this is, we're actually a little ahead of it uh, because we got early notice from our friend Alex. Uh, this time he decided to BCC us through the Tone Mob, which again, Alex, kind of hurts our feelings when you do that, just so you know. But um, these are new single knob mini enclosured um, options. So they have the Kingpin, which is a germanium clipper, clipper uh, which is germanium overdrive. Uh, doing a two-stage FET overdrive instead of the traditional way. Um, and then they also have the optical compressor, which is actually an original-ish circuit. Um, hmm. And it's a mini compressor, which there's no, I don't think there's any mini optical compressors. The only mini compressor I can think of off the top of my head is the Zotic SP, and that's not a optical compressor. So How do you that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, oh, there's a uh, the Amazon Essentials has mini compressors. Yeah, but is it optical? Oh well, no. 
Probably I don't know. No. Probably I, not. I can see just, it. Because. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to finish this show, but then I'm going to be really <laughs> disappointed with you. Um, okay. <laughs> the other fun thing is um, single knob compressors. It's easy mode. Yeah. So I, I kind of love that idea. Um, these are both coming out, I believe, on four, the 14th. So that would be Friday, Thursday? Yeah, Friday. Friday. Uh, so you get a little early warning in case these all sell out quickly. Um, they also can run at 18 volts. Or the, the overdrive can run at 18 volts. So, again, fun things there. Um, you can check those out. Uh, let's keep going. Do it. All right. Electro Audio Experiments introduces the all-new Sending V2. Digitally controlled analog delay that Josh Scott has held as a masterpiece. Well, you heard it from Josh Scott. Therefore, it's true. So, um, Josh Snyder. Or John Snyder. Sorry mixing two names so john snyder um is the head honcho over there coming up with this crazy pedal there's a lot going on with this thing there it's 649 dollars so friday the 18th of july um uh Friday, 18 July. I'm so confused. The 18th. How is, Eight, the, how is, July, July 18th is a Tuesday. Yeah. So is it supposed to be the 14th or the the 18th? I think it's I think it's the Friday. Okay. So most likely Friday. Yeah. Um anywho. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with the first most important detail. It is six hundred and fifty dollars. That is very important. That is a I mean, listen, I'm I this is this is for the true deluxe memory man, right? Purist. Purist head analog delay. I mean, let don't don't get me wrong. Yeah, well don't get me wrong. We just had the boss digital or, or a bucket brigade delay already right. come out um so you know if you're if you're really that hungry for something that's crazy like that i actually might i might i'm more interested in the dm 101 just me personally but um we got dual foot switch design um one can be tap tempo hold it down for a swell effect yeah. Uh, and you can adjust the swell time so it does a kind of a I guess it does kind of a slow gear effect um, engage foot switch turns effect on and off and if you hold it down you can toggle between trails and standard bypass mode it's got MIDI uh, it's got MIDI uh, can do up to a second of analog delay that's pretty crazy yeah so you've got presets and then MIDI control over yeah. every parameter <sighs> there's a pan mode there's a lot this is this is intimidating there's a chaos mode that randomizes the lfo oh my gosh color knob adjusts the input pre- preamp three region effects um 
Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, this is a lot. 25 milliseconds to a second. All right. Anywho, $650. I'm going to have to listen to some more. I'm going to have to listen to the JHS video on this. Yeah. Hell yeah. John hit the jackpot. You got Josh's. I mean, Josh is a kingmaker, you know. Um, I'm not saying that in a bad way at all. I'm saying that's that's awesome for them that Josh is on board with this. Because, I mean, that's that's one of those things, you know. It's, you know, like whenever people used to want it to be a certain person's, like, it thing of the week, it helps out. That's awesome. Um, all right. Anyhow, let's keep moving because that's, that's really just making my head spin. It is. It's probably going to sell out, too. Uh, oh, there's also a TRS loop where you can put external effects in the feedback loop. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, this is that this is going to be one of those ultimate analog delays. That's just what yeah. it's going to be. Um, Fantastic. Um, oh, this next thing will be quick and easy. Joe Landreth and Jackson Audio collaborate on mini version of their Golden Boy Overdrive pedals. A uh, pedal. They're doing mini versions, single stomp foot switch versions of most of their pedals yeah it's not that many it's really not like i mean i it's not it's not truly a mini it's more like a so you know you're deleting all the midi and all the extra effects that happen it's like it should be like the golden boy basic this yeah this is more of a standard pedal i mean in size is not too far off from a standard pedal it looks a little short top jacks um you got three three I mean, band eq gain you got this is getting the, this is clipping. great for the people who want the same thing but want the price down yeah well or moreover this is probably what the majority of people are using their golden yeah. boys as because they're not dealing with the midi side of it right. um now, if you go to sweetwater there's also a rose gold and a black version mm-hmm. over the just the standard um Oh, never mind. They, they might just only be doing it for this pedal. I might have spoke out of line. I, I just happened to see the color and thought that that was the song. Oh, no. They, those were all Golden Boys in the background there. Yeah, my bad. Different so, colorways. So just Golden Boys as of right now. Yep. Um, yeah. 180 bucks. Not bad. No, not horrible. Uh, What else we got? KMA Machines has combines reverb, delay, and a limited edition finish for the new version of the Cirrus Shadow pedal. Uh, for its 10th anniversary. KMA loves knobs and switches and stuff. That's what they, they do. Should, that's just, they just put so much everywhere all the yeah. time. I, I, yeah. This is 230 bucks um, direct from bad. KMA machines. Um, it the, it's, the new finish will be limited to 150 pedals worldwide. Three different delay and reverb modes here, and an order in the order of effects can be changed for enhanced versatility. It's also an onboard FX loop and tap tempo. There you go. Well, awesome. All right. Uh, let's keep on moving. Just moving on up. J Rocket right. has, is doing the Dumble thing again with an all new and improved Hot Rubber Monkey V2. Uh, so they had the the original Hot Rod Monkey, Hot Rod and Monkey EQ modded Dumble uh, two years ago. Uh, and so this is an updated version. 
Very nice. Uh, four knobs. So top end, mids, level, and gain. Price is 230. Yeah. Nine volts. Dumble sound. So there you go. Um, I'm sure I actually love how it sounds because I tend to love those kind of pedals. Yeah. Speaking of pedals I love, Beatronics mm-hmm. um, Octa High V2 high octave, high octave fuzz pedal. So I've always loved the sound of the. Um, I've, wanted, I've wanted to get one of these for a while. The look of this. Oh. Gosh, yeah. And, it, looks so and it's only 200 bucks. With those Marshall knobs? Mm hmm. Or Marshall style. It's sort of on the back of it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the. It's it's almost got this like steampunk feel to it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, it looks gorgeous. Two hundred bucks. That's it. That's it. So that might actually um, do it. You can switch between two modes with a double quick double tap and customize the momentary switching speed with three foot switch profiles. Nice. Uh, what else did they add? Um. So there's the buzz in the octave mode. Uh, bah, 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 bah. That's all I'm really seeing. Go give it a listen. I mean, again, fuzzes are one of those tricky things. You got you got to touch them to know what you if you love them or not. But this looks cool. Oh yeah. All right. While all we're right. while we're on the topic of looking cool, um, Gibson has teamed up with Master Luthier Leo Scala to reimagine four classic electrics for the Master Artisan collection. So there's going to be uh, a Q27 Flying V, the 52 DeVille SG, the Theodore yeah. Retroliner, and the Code Red R9 Les Paul. Yeah. All one-of-a-kind collector's items. So these are very relict. I don't hate that SG. I think it looks sexy. That SG, it looks old as hell. It looks so. It it's, it's a trapeze wraparound bridge. Yeah, which they yeah. also did on the Lost Paul. Yeah, I like it. I there's something about it. Lost Paul. I wish it was a little bit more relic and had some damn pickup covers. Because mm-hmm. because uh, do you not like having do, covers, do you like the one pickup cover on the neck on the SG? I kind of do dig that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with a more with a heavier of a relic, it works better. I'll, I'm going to take a bold stance here and say that I think the Theodore is the most interesting one of the group uh, by doing the humbucker in the bridge in a P90 in the neck um, wraparound tailpiece and relicking that blue. It actually puts a very interesting look on the Theodore that I would not have looked at otherwise. I yeah. just still hate the headstock on a Theodore. The flying V does something for me. Yeah. It really makes me want to like go play some fucking Metallica in a garage. Hmm. It really like I on it even with the ugly Gibson logo, I dig it. Hmm. It's almost like it's kind of like looking at an accident, man. Hmm. Just can't turn your head away. Yeah. So these are exclusive to the Gibson garage. Um, so you'll have to go there if you're interested in ordering it. Probably somebody who's already called dibs or there's some auction format. Because these yeah. are going to be just outrageously priced, but cool nonetheless. Um, For sure. 
Meanwhile, on the other end of the affordability spectrum, possibly, yeah. Epiphone has come out with an Alex Lifeson Les Paul custom access Ruby. Um, so that is a Les Paul with a Floydy boy. 100% what I consider reasonably priced $1,300 mm-hmm. um, for a, a signature Epiphone guitar, especially Alex Lifeson. I mean, the access... Um, mm-hmm. It's something that a lot of people, especially if you're a Rush fan, I personally would love this guitar. Even though I'm not a huge Floydy Boy fan, I would love this guitar just because well, it fixes one of the biggest problems with Lost Paul, which is the G string tuning. Yep. By having a locking nut, um, it is I a just... it's a quilted maple veneer, so it's not mm-hmm. a real figure top, but you know, so it won't have necessarily the depth um that like a real custom will have but um right. still pretty cool looking um 12.99 that's not horrible that's not horrible considering it is a floyd rose 1000 series walking tremolo um which i believe so i i don't know you know relative pricing on stuff like that but uh, there aren't very many floyd equipped les pauls in general so um they've also cool. got a left-handed version oh that's awesome that actually is like a pretty cool thing. Like you don't see it that often. Uh, and it includes a hard case. That's actually pretty so, good at that price point then. Like I'm not like, I, I mean, that's at least a hundred dollars. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. In today's I, money, not in, you know, it's, it's, you mm-hmm. know, a $1,200 Epiphone, you know, when we were kids was infathomable, but now it's kind of becoming the norm. So. Yep um so something else that's pretty cool so eddie van halen the eph made in japan series signature wolfgang comes in the stealth black and the ivory um so they've had them this is kind of the step up step between the mexican and the usa um mm-hmm. I, I are we are we able to buy them here i believe so because that would be yeah oof. Twenty five ninety nine for the wait a uh, second block. Okay, twenty six ninety nine for the um, ivory. Well, so here's the weird part. Uh, oh, that's euro, not something else. Uh, it's, it's rare that you see the euro price being cheaper than U.S. dollar, but yeah, it's MIJ. So you know, part of why MIJ is so appealing is it gets they tend to get into Europe really affordably. Right. Um. One of the features is Boren's high friction pots to stop you from accidentally knocking your settings. But the volume yeah, I, is a low friction pot. I I do like that the the um, uh, ivory has the block inlays. They've got a hand rubbed satin urethane back finish. That will that will also feel fantastic. Yeah, these are these are pretty cool for. I mean, uh, the Wolfgang hasn't really been a guitar that calls to me, but um, these are really nice looking versions of them for sure. Oh yeah. Um, another cool. So I mean, we're sticking with signature guitars. Fender has the Corey Wong limited edition Stratocasters. Um, available in Daphne Blue and Surf Green for a limited time. These are still the Highway One uh, body, right? Where it's a little thinner and it's got the, yeah, it's got this the the, the signature pickups from Duncan, 
compound radius. Um, it comes with a Cory Wong hair tie for muting the tremolo springs. Nice. Yeah. Set of rubber strap lock washers and a custom neck plate. Nice. Yeah. It, so it's the scaled down body. So that's the highway one body. Cool. Yeah. And are, so these are running the 2249. Yeah. That's and an American then, Fender. For sure. And then the last on the list of guitars is actually another signature. You've got the Martin Zier's Triple O. Zier, Triple O JR 10 E Sean Mendez. So it's a junior Triple O. So very small guitar, which is, um, again, part of, you know, Sean Mendez likes the smaller guitars. I feel like we've talked about this. Uh, we talked about his uh, Fender. I know. Well, no, that was a while back. I'm trying to, uh, let's see. But, uh, yeah. Um, it's got a signature at the 12th fret. It's got these little carvings in the bridge. Um, comes in a left-handed as well. It's a 24 inch scale. So it's slightly smaller. Fishman Sonotone, uh, solid body all around spruce tops, the Pele back and sides. Oh, the signature is at the third fret, not the twelfth fret. My bad. Uh, it comes in at about eight hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. So it's a very affordable, possibly parlor contender. You know, not quite a parlor. So, need a little guitar. Very affordable. I hope a lot of people get into playing guitar as a result of that too. So, ah. <sighs> yeah okay we're almost there we're almost there um hold on hold on sean mendez has a signature triple o junior size martin acoustic and is compact eco-friendly and affordable the triple zero jr 10 e that yep. was september 21st 2022 all right there we go sorry it was really bugging me <laughs> you just read so uh, many lists to get back to that i did actually actually i just found one that was an article and mm -hmm. was looking for the oldest date hmm. So, anywho, that's a so, refresher. Yeah. Um, Amplitube. So, yeah, Amplitube oh. has added the Morley collection, three classic stomp pedals into Amplitube. So you have the EVO One, which is the Powerwah Fuzz, mm -hmm. along with that's got that. Oh wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Three new effects. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The EVO One Fat Fuzz Tone of. Oh, sorry. The, the EVO one's a, is a delay. Yes. That fuzz, the power wah fuzz, and then the contour wah. Okay. Yes. Here's my question. Mm hmm What the fuck are you supposed to, like, how are you supposed to use a wah besides, I mean, are you like an auto wah? Are you, I see there's the auto function. Like, I... Are you are you using uh, like Bluetooth expression? Like what what is going? I, well, there's a lot of different ways you could do that. You could you could have a um, a friend sitting there moving the mouse for you. You could, the... but like I think <laughs> I think you're thinking of amplitude and just that form factor. Okay. Um, there's been a lot of pedal board controllers that I came IK Multimedia has made for the, this. There's been 
Okay. Um, so there there are like little like MIDI, not MIDI, but like the little USB things that are just like a f- couple buttons that are assignable and like an expression pedal. Mm. Okay. There's the Bluetooth wa- or expression pedals that are out there now. Um, there's all sorts of different ways you could do this. But well, I can definitely I just, see for the people who think of amplitude is like, oh, this is how I play guitar on my phone. Yeah, I can definitely see how that could be a content problem. But like, you got to remember that amplitude is first and foremost a uh, platform on the computer. Don't so. get them, doggy. You're we're on the second floor and you're barking out the window. There's no, there's no dogs outside. Hmm. He's barking at the air dogs. He watched Airbud. Hmm. Um, right, yeah. Anywho, um, so I couldn't really find a price. So it's, whenever you buy the like twenty five bucks. I, Okay, well, it just it says Europe, and I was like, anyhow, I'm assuming they're twenty five bucks each, or you can buy the, all three for fifty. So, but if you buy their big old like Total Studio Four Max or Amplitude Five Max, it'll start coming on the guys. So, anywho, um, Harley Benton. Oh wait, damn it, damn it! This weekend, Harley Benton. Harley Benton. We're going to pretend we took out that other part. Um, uh, they have their spaceship power bar series pedal boards. They are pedal boards with built-in power. Yeah, I mean, we've seen this concept before. Um, people using the aluminum rails as a place to store a, a battery and then mm-hmm. using that as power for people things. I've, I've spoke my piece on why I'm not a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. And this does fix some of it, which is so. I've seen a few of those. Was it Outlaw Boards or somebody? I you know we've seen a different few different versions of this, but this concept. But they put on the back rail where all the buttons were or all the all the plugs were. Yeah. So then all your jacks have all the weight of the pedal board sitting on them. If you ever put your pedal board in the case in that direction, so like that's not right. good. This corrects it. So they're all on an inner rail on the inside of a rail except for the external power supply yeah uh, and it's got a 18 watt max usb port it's got usb yep. yeah so um it's also got usb c on it um variable voltage on two of them yeah the highest capacity one is 9000 milliamp hours which is not I mean, that's what a lot of people's like cell phone charger battery that they carry around it gets up to. Um, you can, I think you can definitely go above that and still carry it on an airplane just fine. Um, you're never allowed to check this as luggage. That's a fun thing. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because it has a lithium battery in it. You're not oh. supposed to check anything that has a lithium battery in it. Um, so they've got like a pedal train nano size, and then they've got like a classic, and then, you know, the big old pro pedal train pro size. Um, and then they also have the power bars, um, which I believe are just. That is just the power supply on its own. Yeah. Um, it looks like the it looks like the rails can actually be removed from a board here um so maybe you can add more than one to a board 
Mm. don't entirely know how that works. I'm going to have to look at that a little bit more. Um, yeah. Price-wise, how are we feeling about this? So the prices... Um, pretty cheap compared are, to like a, a pedal train of the same size. Uh, $127 to $219. Yeah, I mean, considering you also have a battery and power included in that, that actually is pretty that's, reasonably in price that's phenomenally priced if you yeah. think about the fact that you're getting i mean what level of um uh quality is it well i mean don't well know. It, it's just... a battery so your whole, your whole ground loop problem kind of gets resolved just saying yeah um but price wise i think it's phenomenal i mean yeah. uh let's see uh but from a price wise how how do you feel about like someone like mono having something that a pedal board that's more accommodating of power supplies i wish there was a way for us to compare that almost if like mono was to like launch something called like the pedal board rail an ultra light new pedal board design that's built for the road and built for their power supplies yeah so this is a this is a play off the classic kind of pedal train um layout because um Fun story. So I was hanging out with John Snyder of Creation Pedal Boards about a week ago or so. He was in town and him and I were hanging out. Um, and he was letting me know. Uh, he, he famously got in trouble with Pedal Train, batting up against their patent, which is now expired. So you're going to see a lot more Pedal Train inspired things because the patent is up on their design uh, right. for Pedal Boards. So you're going to see a lot more iterations or changes off the slatted design. Um, are they not able to renew the patent or is it just one of those things you get the patent it's only good for so long to enough time for you to like build yeah. it uh patent patents in general are not meant to be lifetime okay so um they're 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 to protect your intellectual property as you establish a market but at some point they all end so okay so that that's how they go um so price-wise, these are these are pedal train standard sizes. It looks like, with some slight variations on on the look. You've got rounded edges. You've got a big gap in the back wall back wall of the um, the board, frame, the frame yeah. to allow a mounted power supply and still get cords and everything through it, which is fantastic. That's a common problem that you see with pedal train um, rails because the rails are so thick and all all that garbage so this changes that dynamic around it's also built perfectly for mono's new power supplies that they came out with a couple weeks ago that we got to see i'm surprised they didn't announce both of these at the same time but here we are um the other beautiful thing is since it's mono you also have the beautiful bags that you can buy and just have it all in all complete kit um so price wise, these are running from about eight hundred and eighty bucks up to two eighty for the thirty-two inch board, which is like a PT Pro. So not cheap. Yeah. Not the cheapest options out there. Um, I don't know how that compares with the other design that Mono has. Um, but the slider, slider ones, isn't that Mono? Uh, I I think Dario's. Oh, um, that's Dario. Everyone's making pedal boards nowadays. Everyone is. Um, it it's a good market. Um, no. So Mono's the one that had like just the flat. It was a flat extruded aluminum that then had a bend in it, but it was solid aluminum. And then it had the oval holes, and then they had little rubber things that you could plug in the in the oval holes that could act as uh like cable management 
So you'd wrap the cable around that that little rubber piece before you bring it up through the hole as a way of kind okay. of shortening your power cables and things like that. It was a really clever design. I would say uh, the old mono design was much more dual lock oriented, whereas this will really facilitate the, the Velcro lover. Okay. Um, and comes with, and even comes with uh, Velcro uh, in their setting. So you can check that out. Very nice. <sighs> Diaz. We made it to the yeah. end. All right. And we got to just announce because it happened this week. Cesar or Caesar. I'm guessing Cesar is the new Gibson CEO. It's official. The board approved it, which is yeah. what we thought. It was interim CEO until the board has to meet. They weren't going to hold an emergency board meeting just for that. Yeah. So congrats. Um, I mean, I we were talking in our group about how much, you know, Gibson was a punching bag towards the end of um, what's-his-face's um, – I don't even. Know. I don't even remember his name anymore. The old CEO, um, yeah. And what JC came in, he didn't really shake the rock the boat too hard. It, it, like it, I look back at it now, of just like, oh, they just tuned up and streamlined what they were doing into stuff that people like, and yep. you know, honestly, of all Kinda guitar listened. brands, Gibson guitars is actually one of the ones that hasn't really inflated that much, while all the others did. Mm-hmm. Well, in all fairness, though, Gibson, it seemed like they might have been a little ahead of the curve on inflation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now look at for a while there, Paul Reed Smith looked like a bargain. And now Paul Reed Smith prices are way up. Fender prices are way up. Gibson's kind of up a little bit. But because everyone was complaining about Gibson prices beforehand and now they haven't had to adjust them as much. It seems like the price complaining is going down. Well, at, at its worst, the Les Paul Standard hit three grand in the olden days. And so how much is the Les Paul Standard going for now? 32? <sighs> yeah, they barely inflated. Yeah. And that's that's a greenie model. Like uh, Adam Jones. Les Paul Standard is still three grand. I know it dropped down to 27 for a little bit. Mm. Um, and you can still get some... Twer- if, you, if you're willing to get into like the faded burst, you can get into 25 so yeah actually gibson prices have actually more or less stabilized after the 2015 shenanigans yeah they haven't they haven't drastically inflated the way a few other prices a few other guitar brands have oh that's very true all right let's wrap this up i'm ready to go Me too. Um, <laughs> all right thanks for listening everybody uh, go to theeffectslip.com. It's got links to our Facebook, Instagram, merch, YouTube, our email, and our Patreon, which also, if you want to go directly there, it's patreon.com slash theeffectsloop. Um, big shout out to everyone who supports the show, whether it be financially or just listening to us talk every week. I mean, thanks. We Thank you it. for whoever is, you know, leaving little notes of encouragement. Diaz's lunch every day. Gosh. If you could up up the game a little bit, though. Um, the other, also, kid, the be- other kids are making fun of him for it, but at the same time, he knows he's appreciated. So, you know. Yeah. It's it's the cute little candy hearts that I like the most. All right. Uh, I'll, thank you again to Electromotive Sound Co. for supporting this episode. Go to electromotivesound.com and support them as well. Uh, if you do place an order, tell them that your boys, Scott and Diaz, sent you. We, we, we'd appreciate it mm-hmm. they, they'd probably appreciate it too so alright guys have a wonderful week we will see you next week bye bye
I mean, that was basically in there. Yeah. Hate annihilated, every heart is one, love again So Don't 